Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and co-workers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. And just remember, if you're doing anything, you're doing another activity, just use this as a deep breathing exercise to get really present in your breath and in your body so that you can do whatever you're doing with greater mindfulness and just a higher engagement when we're really present in what we do, then we show up. All right, so let's begin. As you sit comfortably on the floor, if you can, or you're seated in a chair, just uncross your legs and place your palms open on your lap. And as you breathe, breathe in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath. And on the exhale, Just relax, release, and let go. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, release tension, relax, let go. Breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being. On the exhale, let go of what doesn't serve you. And breathing in pure golden sunlight through your heart, through your mind, through your core, filling your body with pure golden sunlight on the exhale, release, relax, and let go. And this time, as you breathe in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of one thing, one person, one anything you feel grateful for. And as you fill your mind and your heart and your body with pure golden gratitude, exhale and release, let go. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being, on the exhale, relax a little bit deeper. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And as you take the plunge again of golden gratitude, breathing it into every part of your being, On the exhale, allow it to wash over you again with pure joy. And as you take your last breath in, filling your heart, filling your mind, filling your whole body with pure golden gratitude, on the exhale, go ahead and open your eyes. Well, welcome back. I'm so excited to um, share my podcast with you today. But first, I want to just tell you a little bit about how I do my podcast, because I'm not sure, I think I've mentioned this before, but I really like to podcast from bed, 
and right now it's about 6.45 in the morning. I've been up since about 5 a.m., and I've um, gotten up, I've meditated, I've had my coffee, and um, I just love to sit from my bed and do this. I love it uh, because if I had to go to a studio or go someplace or make it really fancy in a certain kind of room, I probably wouldn't do it. And I have to make this really, really easy for myself and enjoyable. And also, early morning is my most creative time. And so I know that I can, I'm quiet, I'm not thinking about as many things as I am as the day progresses. And I can really tune in and really ask the divine to speak through me what's needed. That's always the question what's needed? What's in the field? What's in the field of energy for you today? So I started this um, reinvention, reinvent your life series. I chose that word because of the pandemic, because of where we are in the world with everything. Like we are just in a massive global reinvention, aren't we? Especially in the U.S. I don't know where you are living, but I'm in Northern California and in the U.S., and I've just seen people all around me um, reinvent their lives on all different fronts. They're either reinventing their relationship because they've been stuck at home with their partner. They're reinventing their families because they're, um, everyone's at home and they have to reorganize. You're reinventing your closet. You're reinventing your career. We've all had to pivot in our lives during this pandemic. We've all had to reinvent on some level. I have too. And I want to say that ever since Richard um, died suddenly in 2006, you know, my life was just really stable. It was just very set. You know, I, I knew who I was. I knew I was Richard's wife. I knew what my role was. I was a mom of two teenage girls. And I, I knew what, what I was there to do. Now, I wasn't always... Um, the most fulfilled at everything I was doing. And sometimes I would feel this sort of emptiness, this sort of what about me kind of feeling like, how do I fit into this? Because I'm doing so much for everyone else. And I know that women um, struggle with this as they're raising their children and supporting their husbands. And especially if you decide to take on um, a bit more of a traditional role in your marriage, which surprisingly I did. But then again, you know, Richard was so good about making me a part of everything he did. I always felt like I was helping him and I was musing him. I was his muse. Um, we would spend our early mornings um, having coffee and really just chuckling and laughing and strategizing about how we would see people could be happier, how we could be happier would translate into how others could be happier. The things that we sweated in our lives, we figured other people sweat these things too. So that's how a lot of the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff books came about, was Richard really applied these principles of happiness to all these different areas of our lives. And there were many times in, as an author that he reinvented. The Don't Sweat the Small Stuff series was a massive reinvention to how he was writing. 
So I'm, I'm thinking about all the ways that we reinvent in our lives. And this podcast can really serve as the introduction to the reinvention, reinvent your life series, because I'm just going to go through some of the areas that when women have come to me and come to my workshop and come to my what now retreat, the kinds of things that they've chosen to work on as their quote project unquote. Um, you know, it's really, it's important for you to look at your life, um, sometimes in terms of projects. This really helps me out a lot. I, I look at even right now, I'm, I'm going through this massive clean out because I'm considering putting my family home on the market. And I have massive amount of cleaning out to do before I do that. And so, um, I'm thinking of that as a project. It's a big project, but if I were in a long-term relationship, I mean, a marriage that's, you know, 10, 20 years plus, I would also consider making my relationship my project. Many, many women make themselves their project. <clears throat> and what's beautiful about this is that as you go through and you put these principles of establishing who you are now, you know, and, and you take that deep dive into who you are now and asking that question, who am I now? Because who you are today is very different than who you were when, you know, you turned 18 or when you turned 25 or when you turned 35 or now if you're in your 40s or your 50s or your 60s, who you are now even if you've had the stability of a long-term relationship is different than who you were then. And believe me, even your husband is different or your life partner or your partner or your boyfriend is different than they were when they were younger. So it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? That you would take the time, especially when you start to feel those inklings of there's something more there's something else I'm supposed to do. There's something kind of just twitching at you saying, is this all there is? When we become aware and self-aware and we start to really know ourselves, then we, we know when we're not completely satisfied. And that feeling of discontentment, that's not an accident. You have that feeling of discontentment in your life because it's meant to ignite you. It's meant to push you. It's meant to make you question how you're living right now. And not everyone does huge life changes. Like you don't have to get rid of anything, including your husband. <laughs> what you need to do is just take that deep dive, discover and rediscover who you are. This um, series is, is going to talk a lot about um, how you go about reinventing your life from where you are now. Um, we're going to talk about rediscovering your life. Um, we're going to talk about reclaiming your identity. We're going to talk about uh, reinvention. How do you take action on what you discover? So there's going to be several podcasts in this series. Um, it's powerful. Now I just want to tell you a story about my own reinvention after Richard died. So, you know, one day, I mean, he's there, and then the next day he's not. You know, you don't reinvent right away when, you've gone, when you're going through grief. That's not the time to reinvent. 
Uh, reinvention comes a little bit later. It comes maybe, maybe you're not fully done grieving, but you're definitely feeling the ground beneath your feet. You definitely feel like you've healed from loss. And you know it's time for you to begin um, begin your new life. You've come to an acceptance of your loss, and you know it's time to begin your new life. So within um, the first year, I was certainly feeling called to tribute Richard. Now, I wasn't ready to reinvent myself yet at all. I was very raw and, and very much still devastated from um, losing him. So, but I definitely, what I found powerful was, was having a dream, a vision of something, a project and taking action on it. And so my project was, how could I create a national tribute for Richard? And so I um, published a letter that he wrote to me three years before he died. It's called an, um, an hour to live an hour to love the true story of the best gift ever given. It's a beautiful little book. Um, I think it's still available. I think you can still find it. And I published that as my tribute back to him. That was really, if I look back on my reinvention, that was really my first steps in because I knew by doing that, it was going to put me on probably Oprah and on the national stage again. And, and I had to be ready to step into that. I had to know that I could grieve in front of um, tens of millions of people. And, and I, um, and I did, I, I, I went on Oprah, I grieved. It was a very, very beautiful, touching episode on Oprah. Well, after that, I had been keeping a journal and I didn't think I really knew I was going to use my journal in this capacity, but I was super aware of in grief that I was really witnessing myself go through this process And I really, at times in grief, I thought, oh my God, how does the normal person live through this grief? It hurts so bad. It was just so heart shattering. And so I started to witness myself through it. And I I began to journal about some of the awakening of what I was going through. And then about two years later, um, I was asked to write a book about what I was going through. And so I wrote a memoir called Heartbroken Open, a memoir through loss to self-discovery. Now it's this journey through self-discovery that I realized that I'm a different woman now. I'm a much different woman than I was um, before loss. So loss changed me, but I'm also a different woman as a single mother, a widowed mother of two teenage daughters. And I I started to realize I I needed to go through a massive excavation of my life. I needed to go through, I needed to understand who I am now, and I needed to live accordingly. So I began my reinvention process, and I I really, really, the deepest goal I had was I didn't know how long I was going to grieve. I didn't know how long I was going to be in the depths of sorrow, but I really, really prayed that I would return to joy. I really, really prayed that I would find my way back to feeling passionate about life again. And so there were several aspects to my reinvention that really ignited me. And then it wasn't until about five years in where I was sitting in Marsha Weider's Dream Coach Training Workshop where I realized I still wasn't dreaming 
I still wasn't looking too far into my future. And I began to think, what if? What if I could see something for myself? What if I could look forward in the present moment in order to create and and be in my life? What if I could be excited about what I was moving toward? And I looked toward my career and I began to reinvent my career as an author, as a writer, as a speaker, as a retreat leader. And so that's all I'm going to say today. But I will say that as you take a deep dive into yourself, into any kind of personal growth program, it's going to help you rediscover who you are now. And that's really the first step is learning how to um, be super intentional and super high integrity about honoring yourself, about honoring yourself. And so I'm going to talk about that um, in the next podcast. So come back and listen as we reinvent our lives from where we are now. I'm also going to direct you to my What Now program. It's really powerful. And if you go through the program, then you can come on a retreat when retreats open up again. And that's really just an amazing experience. So I hope that you found this inspirational and helpful. And it's you and me, baby. We're in bed together. (laughs) My friends laugh because they often call me in the early mornings. They know I'm up. So anyways, I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast today and you come back for more. And, um, And I look forward to the next time when we're together. Bye. Thanks for listening. Take a mindful moment to slow down, reflect, and relax. Christine invites you to claim her signature Golden Pause Meditation. Visit christinecarlson.com forward slash golden pause to get access to this free guided meditation today.